This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Friday, September 30th, 2022, and Putin justifies a nuclear war against America. First trans army officer indicted for working with the Russians, and Kamala Harris declares that North Korea is our ally, (laughs) which is an exact quote from Kamala Harris. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Broadcasting to you from now sunny and beautiful outside Tampa, Florida. However, just two hours south of us in the Fort Myer general region, there are a ton of devastated communities. We mourn with those communities. People have lost their lives. We think that the death count is up to 13 right now based on the latest tabulations. Uh, uh, we, we've communicated with the governor's office they say that it, that that there you know is not any they're saying hundreds of people that number is out okay so don't believe the fake news headlines until those kind of things are verified they're saying hundreds of people Rhonda Santis and Rhonda Savage has had an incredible response to this disaster but it has totally a disaster this thing has ripped in two the Fort Myer community this is an incredible community of patriots wonderful people we've spent a lot of time in Fort Myer Donald Trump did a rally downtown Fort Myer a couple of years ago, packed it to the gills. This is a beautiful place. I was actually considering moving to Fort Myer very seriously in our trip uh, and our look around the Florida area, the western part of the Florida coastline for where to live. We decided on Tampa based on the airport, the accessibility, and the amount of uh, 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 sort of uh, media resources in this area that we needed in order to grow this platform. So we went to Tampa, but this was supposed to hit Tampa. This was supposed to be something that clobbered, uh, you know, clobbered the area of Tampa, Florida. And so we mourn with the people uh, inside of the, you know, sort of that, that disaster area again around Fort Myer. The beach has been just utterly de- decimated, utterly decimated in Fort Myer. Uh, the, the, the entire town essentially destroyed um, and it's really, really sad. We do have the footage of the hurricane surge. This is what it looked like in Fort Myer. Watch. So we have, I mean, obviously the, you know, obviously we have the destruction of a wonderful American community and we grieve with our fellow Americans. We really want uh, for there to be happy lives here in America. We don't want people to have their livelihoods destroyed. We don't care where you come from, what your skin color is, what your religion is, what your political affiliation is. We cheer for all Americans and for people in America to have a good life. Yet in the face of the hurricane and in the face of 155 mile an hour winds. This was a category four hurricane, the fifth most powerful hurricane to ever hit America. Uh, yet in the face of this disaster of a storm, people are rebuilding and they stand resolute, including a man who held an FJB flag right in the middle of the uh, 155 mile an hour winds. Uh, take it away, uh, uh, Mr. Patriot Man. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's 
I love this state. I love moving down here. This and this is so happy that we moved down here. I'm so glad that this is the state that we decided to move to. We were moving out of Washington D.C. and we were like, oh, which where are we gonna go? We're gonna go down to the place that is run by rock ribbed, brass balled, iron spined conservative Ron DeSantis, and be surrounded by a bunch of patriots. I cannot tell you how wonderful and liberating it is to just be surrounded by patriots and people who love this nation, people who love this country. It is incredible. And people who love each other, uh, not just human beings being rescued uh, all around uh, Florida from this storm, also some precious animals. We are big dog lovers on this channel, but not even cats. We don't like cats, but not even cats deserve, you know, an untimely, horrific thing to happen to them, like being trapped in a hurricane or being trapped in a place that's filling up with water. There have been major uh, animal rescues all around Florida. It's been uplifting. This is our Friday show. This is an uplifting show. God had providence on us. He spared us, and we are thankful. So check out this incredible dog rescue from my fellow country fl countrymen and Floridians uh, doing their best to save a good old boy. Hang on, baby. Don't, don't, don't fall in. Y'all need to pull up? Hang on. We have wonderful people saving animals. Are you a dog lover? Are you an animal lover? Do you have a good boy at home? Do you even have a cat? We're not big cat fans, but whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, no one deserves to perish. Uh, we think that the uh, official number is at 13 right now of people who perished in this storm. Again, this was a wild storm. It was changing directions all the way through, and now it is time to rebuild the entire Pier in Fort Myer vanished. I don't know, Jerry, if you can scroll through this article and 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 show the people like like the before and after of this pier. So that's the after. The pier is just gone. You can see this is Fort Myers Beach. This is a beloved beach in Florida. The pier is just gone. I I think there's like before and after photos. Look at that. It just ripped completely off of its. Uh, 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 mountings there, really terrifying stuff. This is, again, a beloved area that's just been wiped now clean, just disaster zone after disaster zone. It will never be the same way again. It will be rebuilt better, however. There is a fund for the uh, Floridians who are affected by this hurricane. Uh, Casey DeSantis said yesterday that this is up to $10 million. Uh, $10 million uh, has been donated. Tom Brady donated to it. Uh, and so on, uh, and so on. And so have, of course, our show, my wife and I have a foundation, uh, and we have donated as well. And so we encourage you to help out your fellow Americans. They have, you know, there's like a, a beauty there. What kind of car is that? This old classic car flipped upside down. These are old, classic, beautiful neighborhoods and areas, classic Americana areas uh, of the country that are just devastated. Uh, you can see here water ripping right through the buildings. Uh, and of course, this one of the one of the most savage storms to ever hit the country. But and very importantly, not uh, in any way, shape, or form uh, changing the trajectory of the number of hurricanes that actually hit America. In fact, the number of hurricanes that are hitting this country, based on data that is 150 years old, going back to the 18. 
like 60s, essentially, going back to the 1860s, the number of hurricanes, the incidence of hurricanes making landfall in America is actually dropping. And the number of people who perish in these hurricanes is falling directly through the floor. There used to be that hundreds of people would die in these things and that, you know, of course, you had no scientific capacity to to judge where they are or when they are coming. And everything has advanced. We are living in a new and incredible golden age of science, technology and human flourishing. And so we must protect that. This entire show is about preventing the nuclear war that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are attempting to bring upon this country. But again, we wanted to take a moment to pause and reflect on the people who are being devastated right now in this state and in this place, and we hope that you say a prayer for them. Ron DeSantis said the tsunami-like flooding was a once-in-a-500-year event and revealed that it left 2.7 million without power across the state, including people on our staff who live in Tampa. Rico is on our staff. He lives in Tampa. He does partnerships for the show, and he is currently without power and has been without power for 72 hours. And so prayers up for even the Benny team. He, uh, Ron DeSantis scrambled 50 National Guard helicopters to do search and rescue for survivors. Ron DeSantis has done an incredible, uh, an incredible job here. And this hurricane, of course, is going to turn back around. You can see on the map there and swing back towards the Carolinas. So please be careful. We have shown you that this is a, a very, very dangerous uh, proposition. And, um, you know, you need to you need to make sure that you uh, do not lose the number one thing in life. That is certainly not property or possessions. That is your life. You can you will not have the capacity to replace yourself no matter what the elites and you know George Soros and Bill Gates are trying to do. You don't have the capacity to live forever. You have a finite uh, uh, space and time on this earth that is a blessing. God created you very special. God didn't create you with the wrong skin color, the wrong gender, or in the wrong space-time continuum. You're here now, so please make sure that you use your life uh, as the precious asset that it is. We cover a lot of data on this show, so when was the last time you heard us talk about a number that reached absolute zero? Well, a few times. There are absolutely zero functional brain cells inside of Joe Biden's head. There is zero percent chance of us voting for a Democrat in November, and there's zero percent chance that Hillary Clinton will become president. Financially, in our lifetime, we have seen numbers reach absolute zero, and it's been terrifying. In the last recession, stocks like Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, and Chrysler reached absolute zero in value overnight. Could it happen again? Of course it could. And if it did, would you be protected? This is why we invest in gold. Gold has never been at absolute zero in value ever in world history. In fact, gold value is rising like a hockey stick. That's why the savviest Americans, like me, diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling, collapsing dollar. Birch Gold Group helps me invest in gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and they can help you. Text Benny to 989898, and you can convert your old 401k or IRA into a precious metals-backed IRA right now. Do it. It's the smart move, and... We got two more years of Joe Biden, so what can you do, man? Text Benny to 989898 to invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. Ron DeSantis doing the best that he can to save lives. Ron DeSantis has been just day and night inside of emergency uh, communications. He visited in a helicopter uh, some of the disaster areas. You can't even get out to these disaster areas because the bridges washed away. There's little islands all across the 
coastline of Florida, and the bridges for those little islands have just been direct out to sea. So you can't really even drive out to these places. They are uninhabitable right now, a severe storm. So Ron DeSantis, it's neat to go downstairs, you flip on the low, you know, you take your remote flip on the local news channels, and you see Ron DeSantis giving updates day and night about this storm. It's incredible to have like sort of the confidence to see him and Casey and the first family uh, down here are surrounded by competent professionals who know what the hell they're doing and who have the resources to save your life and to fix whatever problems may befall this country, even if they are acts of God, which of course this hurricane was not an act of global warming or climate change as much as the perverse, seething uh, scum wish to make it that maybe we can upload the Joy Behar clip and the Don Lemon clip. And it's incredible how the low hanging fruit, uh, uh, rotted, I guess, fruit of these people to take an opportunity like someone's suffering and to not pause or fundraise or help them, but to utilize that suffering for their own gain. They did this all throughout COVID. They, of course, did this all throughout the BLM and Antifa riots. These people are total scum. Joe Biden was doing this yesterday. Joe Biden uh, said he spoke with Ron DeSantis four or five times. Um, no, he didn't. We checked, by the way, with uh, people working inside the governor's office. Can't really name them. We checked with people working inside the governor's office. Uh, Joe Biden did not speak with Ron DeSantis four or five times. Uh, Joe Biden spoke with him one time, according to our sources. Uh, but Joe Biden saying that he's, boy, he's Johnny on the spot four or five times, initially resisting calling the governor personally, meaning that when we first reported on this, because we didn't have a show yesterday because we had intermittent power. We didn't have a show yesterday because we were essentially didn't have like re restorative power in the neighborhood. Also, I mean, man, there's a, I got a neighbor, uh, like two blocks up that had a tree small, like fall and smash directly into their, into their house. So it's a really dangerous area, dangerous time to be around. And quite frankly, I wanted to take the day to make sure that we got dug out, we got our sandbags and the plywood and everything out of our house and that we cared for our neighbors. And so that's what we did yesterday. Uh, Joe Biden spent the time lying, allegedly. Uh, apparently the White House spent most of Third, uh, sorry, most of Tuesday, defending the president for resisting making a personal phone call to DeSantis prior to the storm, despite previously doing so for other governors in damaged hurricanes. DeSantis told reporters Tuesday evening that he had not heard from Joe Biden personally, but that he would be happy to brief the president if he's interested in hearing what we're doing in Florida. You've got people's lives at stake. No time for pettiness. We've got to work together to make something uh, work and do the best job for them. So my phone line is open, said Ron DeSantis. Biden phoned DeSantis later Tuesday night. The White House confirmed. Uh, of course, Ron DeSantis has called this the Brandon administration multiple times, which we think is amazing. And we hope that he referred to him as President Brandon. Of course, Joe Biden has referred to himself as President Brandon, saying, let's go, Brandon, last Christmas. Of course, you all remember this. Uh, so we have a situation now where Joe Biden is forced to call Ron DeSantis. Joe Biden, of course, uh, is seething and decided to not call until the very last hour because he wants to use this crisis for politics. This is a window into the soul of the leftists. The window into the soul of the leftists is why don't not only why don't I mourn with the people who lost their lives in Florida by this act of God, that my fellow countrymen, my fellow Americans, why don't I not just mourn with it? Why don't I? Hope that the disaster 
uh, kills my political enemies, which is this is the window into the blackened soul of the modern day leftist. Occupy Democrats delete tweet wishing Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate was destroyed by Hurricane Ian. So Occupy Democrats, a blue and on seething, weak, frothing at the mouth, left wing rag that is like one of the most mentally disturbed accounts on social media. It's incredible that they get away with one, having a blue check mark and two, being able to continually operate and promote fake news and or vicious, vile, venomous news like this. Dear Ian, you had one job showing a photo of Mar-a-Lago saying that they wanted Hurricane Ian to destroy Mar-a-Lago and presumably uh, the people inside of it, which would be Donald Trump, uh, wishing that Barron Trump dies, Melania Trump dies. I mean, that's just what they're assuming here, saying that they want this natural disaster to destroy Mar-a-Lago. Occupied Democrats lamented the fact that Hurricane Ian missed Trump's Palm Beach Resort residence, Mar-a-Lago. Hundreds are feared dead in homes underwater. Again, that is unconfirmed. What that is based on, according to our sources inside the governor's office, is that hundreds of people made phone calls, 911 phone calls during the hurricane. That is not a body count confirmation. We will wait for that to be confirmed. The official number is at 13 right now. Instead of offering up prayers for their fellow Americans, they said, Ian, you had one job showing a photo of Mar-a-Lago. 18 minutes later, Occupy Democrats deleted the tweet, but the internet is forever. This was caught by our, what's the right way to describe ALX? Um, uh, 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 omnipresent, I think, would comes to mind. Omnipresent executive producer for this show, ALX. We encourage you to follow him on Getter, on Truth Social, on Instagram. You can find him at ALX, uh, and his account will pop up. You can see he has hundreds of thousands of followers on those platforms. Go ahead and follow the man. He is an incredible force of nature himself. Omnipresent, I think, is a good word because, AL, man, if you tweet it, ALX has got it, baby. Yeah, ALX sees all. ALX sees all. And so he saw this, captured it, and of course, the internet is forever. So is cable news. Don Lamont lamenting about the hurricane, saying that, of course, it's global warming that's causing all of these events. What is this? This isn't him being concerned for Floridians. If he was concerned for Floridians, he'd be stacking sandbags and he'd be down here donating, um, you know, to, to, to causes to help Floridians. This is Don Lamont using this for political power because he wants trillions more from your bank account into companies that are controlled wholesale by the left. Don Lamont saying it's the weather people that we can control. I control the weather. And so we should, you should give me more money because I control the weather. This is Barack Obama, by the way. Barack Obama said this exact same thing. Boy, if there's something the Biden regime has taught us is that we live inside of a country of takers. These people will literally take money out of your bank account to pay for their student loans. It is infuriating. That's why it's so refreshing to partner with a company that is a giver. Pure Talk wants to give you something. That's right, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're takers. They take way too much of your money for data you will never use. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data that you need. That's how the average family, like mine, saves 75 bucks a month switching to Pure Talk. With Pure Talk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family, 
unlimited talk, text, and data, and plans from two gigs all the way to unlimited with mobile hotspots, all on America's most reliable 5G network. So why pay more? Here's another thing. Pure Talk's going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay one month, they'll give you the next month free. The big, woke corporate cell phone service providers would never. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, choose a plan, enter the promo code Benny at checkout, and get your second month free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Don Lamont getting shut down by a weatherman. We didn't know we needed this, but here it is. Can you tell us what this is and what effect climate change has on this phenomenon? Well, we can come back and talk about climate change at a later time. I want to focus on the here and now. We think the rapid intensification is probably almost done. There could be a little bit more intensification as it's still over the warm waters of the uh, eastern Gulf of Mexico. But I don't think we're going to get any more rapid intensification. If you look here, you can actually see, pretty interesting for your viewers, you can actually see a second eye wall forming around the inner eye wall and that's basically the second eye wall has overtaken the original eye wall and that should arrest development. Uh, so listen, I just, I'm just trying to get that you said you want to talk about climate change, but what, what effect does climate change have on this phenomenon that, that is happening now? Because it seems these storms are intensifying. That's the question. Here. I don't think you can link climate change to any one event. Okay. On the whole, on the cumulative, uh, climate change uh, may be making storms worse, uh, but uh, to link it to any one event, um, I, I would caution against that. Okay. Well, they, uh, listen, I grew up there, and these storms are intensifying. Something is causing them to int intensify. So Maybe it's the hot air coming out of your face hole, Don Lemon. Maybe that's what's causing him to intensify. If you're so concerned about uh, human-caused global warming, maybe shut the hell up for once in your life and learn uh, something, report on something of value. Or if you cared about Florida, if you did indeed grow up in Florida, why don't you come on down here and fill some sandbags, help some people out? Why don't you donate some of your massive CNN multi-million dollar salary to the poor people of Florida who just lost everything? We don't have a massive multi-million dollar a year salary, corporate media salary. In fact, this show isn't run by corporate media or anyone. This show is 100% funded by you, the viewer, ourselves. We are the people who actually put on this show. We, like, we, we don't, but we are donating. Tom Brady's donating. Why don't you put some skin in the game, Don Lamont? Oh, and speaking of skin, uh, there's somebody who darkened her skin in a blackface stunt. Her name's Joy Behar. She's a liberal, of course, so she gets away with it, along with Justin Trudeau, and all the rest of them who like to play blackface. I mean, there's like a long list of libs who play blackface. Joy Behar, dark, like, essentially went in blackface for Halloween once. She still gets to keep a job, and she gets to, again, uh, add to the hot air that may actually be fueling these hurricanes on The View. Joy Behar saying that Ron DeSantis is the reason for the hurricane. Amazing stuff, watch. This is the quote from Governor DeSantis yeah. about climate change. Quote, I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what he thinks about climate change. And now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes well, that perhaps, they will ever perhaps see. What an evil and totally vicious, sick, blackened soul the left has. I just, I'll, I'll stop with the rant here. But yo, they're like openly wishing for their fellow Americans to get what they deserve because they voted the wrong way or because they're on the other political side. 
These people, we talk a lot about fascism. This is definitionally fascism. This is fascistic, where you view your fellow countrymen as the enemies. As soon as Marxists take over in 1918 in Russia, in the 1950s in China, they point all the guns inward. So there's no more foreign wars, right? As soon as the Marxists take over, they make peace with Germany in World War I, and then they look inward to the enemies within to make sure that they have permanent power inside of their states. It's always the nature of the fascists and the Marxists to see their fellow countrymen as the enemies. It's the nature of the conservative and the nationalist to view their fellow countrymen as friends and as someone who can fight alongside them in order to conquer the evils of the world because there are evils on this planet. And we're about to get to many of them, including but not limited to nuclear war that is currently residing at our doorstep. You should wait till you hear what Putin has to say this morning. I mean, just an hour ago, Putin gave a speech in Moscow that will give you chills to your very bones. So there is evil in the world. There is a lot to fight. There always has been. And a nationalist views their countrymen as allies. A fascist and a Marxist views their countrymen as enemies. Joy Behar sitting there saying, Florida deserved this. The people of Florida deserve this. We echo Tucker Carlson in saying we are not for the cancellation of any show, but as soon as this decrepit, sick, blowhard, Karen fest of a abomination, the view gets ripped off the air, it will make America a better place. This country will immediately become a better place as soon as they cancel uh, all of these bloviating, hot air, gusty wind produ- producing, like, like seething feminist leftists from the airwaves, man. It will be a better place. Too many women uh, watch that show every single day and assume that like that's the that is the uh, going rate for political discourse, and it is not. It is unhinged, and it is quite frankly like particularly evil and vicious in a moment where we should be combining forces in order to help are the people in need. They did this, by the way, all throughout COVID. I'll end my rant with this. This is like a classic leftist. Throughout COVID, they they celebrated when Trump got COVID. Do you remember this? They danced in the streets when Trump got COVID. When the BLM mobs were attacking Rand Paul and Kelly Paul, his wife, in the streets, they were saying he deserved it. They often say this. They often say this. The Senate candidate right now for Wisconsin Senate, he's running against Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. Mandela Barnes is his name. He tweeted that like Steve Scalise essentially deserved to get shot by a leftist when Steve Scalise was shot by a Bernie Sanders supporter. His name was James T. Hodgkinson. And Steve Scalise was nearly killed, would have been slaughtered were it not for his secret service that were with him. Thank God Steve Scalise is in House leadership. But anyway, Mandela Barnes, who's running for Senate right now and polling pretty well, he's going to lose, but he's polling pretty well, all things considered. This guy was tweeting that Steve Scalise deserved essentially to get shot. I mean, sick stuff. You can look up the tweet. These people, they have blackened souls. You wonder why these atrocities happen. It always happens like this. They hate their fellow countrymen and then they imprison them and then they make the camps. Yo, it it happens. It happens inside of evil states. It happened Nazi Germany, Soviet Russia, Mao's China, and then a and then hundreds of other countries down the line, but just not to the scale. I mean, just there, you're talking like a hundred million people dead of regularly. They're, they're not foreigners. Like their fellow countrymen are the people who get attacked in these scenarios. So be wary when you have people who are cheering, 
Joe Biden got COVID, Kamala Harris got COVID, Fauci got COVID. Did you find us cheering? We don't wish for any pain for anyone in this country. We love Americans and we view them as allies, regardless of their skin color, race, gender, so on. Religion, political affiliation, buttons they wear. You do have to have a higher authority that you appeal to. And that higher authority for us is that God made all men equal and they're all deserving of human rights and civil rights and just basic morality, right? Just basic morality. That doesn't mean that we can't observe the fact that Joe Biden is clearly utterly senile. Thank God Ron DeSantis was in this state to guide us through this hurricane. Joe Biden, on the other hand, was literally in the hurricane center in Washington, D.C., like wandering around just completely aimlessly. I had no idea where he's going. Here's Joe Biden. This clip is unbelievable. Here's Joe Biden finishing his speech inside of like, uh, I think like DHS or something like that. Where was he? He was in FEMA headquarters giving remarks on the federal response to Hurricane Ian. He was with FEMA administrator, Diane Criswell. Following his remarks, Biden turned and sauntered away from the podium in the wrong direction, even as the FEMA chief tried to correct him and started to bark orders at Joe Biden to come back. Joe Biden just, just wanders away. This is the classic thing that happens to your dementia-adled grandfather when he gets out of the nursing home, right? He escapes the nursing home and he just, they find him with his ass hanging out of his gauze in that, you know, shuffling around in the little hospital gown uh, in the, you know, milk section of the supermarket. You're trying to pick up, trying to pick up a gallon of milk. They find the guy, right? This happens like in every small town in America. Here goes Joe Biden doing the exact same thing. Go. Thank you. Thank you. They're just running after him. Do you hear her? You can hear her in the microphone. Mr. Mr. President? Mr. President, what is where the fuck are you going? What is he doing? And he just wanders over and nearly trips on a trash can. Speaking of tripping on like a on like on like trash, how about trashing someone's legacy after they died suddenly in a horrible car accident? Joe Biden asking for the I guess the apparition of Jackie Walorski, a congresswoman who died tragically in a high speed vehicle impact a couple months ago. In the summer, again, she was a member of Congress from Indiana. She was a Republican. And Joe Biden just this week, two days ago, was asking, where's Jackie at an event? Now, Joe Biden released a statement about Jackie Walorski's death. He must not have remembered that because here he is trying to summon the spirit of Jackie Walorski at the White House. Yikes. And so many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here to help make this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
Dude, Jackie Walorski passed away. Like, what are you doing? Talk about rubbing salt in the wound, but also, like, what about just common decency? And not trying to do an exorcism or like a, like a you know, like a, a meditation, satanic meditation. We know that Joe Biden hires Satanists. We've covered this. You can go check out the piece at the National Pulse about these Satanists that literally work for Joe Biden's regime and his administration, uh, uh, including but not limited to uh, John Podesta, who's been hired now by Biden. Just in case you're wondering exactly how dark this regime is, these people are like literally sick. These people are truly, I mean, if you think it's a battle, if you get that feeling that it's a battle between light and dark, um, you're right. Okay. You're right. Get that feeling that like, may, oh, wow, this is like a really dark time and may, it feels like evil is on the march in, in this world. And they must be confronted by the light. Yeah, you're right, actually. Literal Satanists. But of course, this makes a ton of sense. This is what Christ fought against. Satanists have always ascribed, they always want power. They view the world as their dominion, as their as their place, as their power. Uh, and they view that this 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 fallen world as like their right. Remember, Satan tries to like give Jesus all of the kingdoms of the earth. What does that say? And Jesus doesn't say, you don't have the right to do that. These aren't yours. You know, Jesus, of course, rebukes them, but with scripture. Uh, essentially saying like, yeah, that's right. The Satanists will uh, come to power in these great kingdoms. It's our job to stop them from doing this. Literal Satanists working in this administration. They lie, of course. These people lying is their actual language. Joe Biden doesn't speak English. Neither does Corinne Jean-Pierre. Corinne Jean-Pierre asked, why does uh, Joe Biden try to summon the spirits of dead people uh, at the White House? Corinne Jean-Pierre lies. Watch. What happened in the hunger event today? The president appeared to look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. He seemed to indicate she might be in the room. What, so what happened? So the president was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had uh, he had already uh, planned to welcome the congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a, a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Uh, so, of course, she was on his mind. She was of top of mind uh, for the president. He uh, looks very much looks forward to discussing her remarkable legacy of public service with them when he sees her family this coming Friday. He said, Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? She must not be here. No, I totally understand. I just, I just explained she was on top of mind. So if I, on the show, try and summon Babe Ruth to join the program... We have a lot of awesome guests on this show. If I try and summon Abraham Lincoln or Ronald Reagan to join the program, would love to interview those guys. Um, what would that be? Would that mean that they're top of mind? What would you say? Would you say, oh, Benny, they're just top of mind. Benny loves, you know, Abe and Reagan and all these guys. They're just top of his mind. No, you'd say he's trying to summon a dead guy. I mean, and, and like on its face, trying to summon a dead guy. Okay? Like someone who's not here. They're gone. So if I start talking to them, that's an issue. That's a real problem. You, so, you know, you should call someone. My wife's a medical professional. She should start calling someone. Whew.
baby, we are not run by people with functional brainstems. And it gets worse! Let's go check in on how Kamala's doing. Kamala's in North Co in in the DMZ. She's looking in North Korea. It doesn't get any better. In case you're wondering if this show gets better, it doesn't. It doesn't get any better. These clips get worse. We're starting off with the best stuff, like the nice human stuff about the hurricane. Now you get into like hurricane, uh, hur the, hur the natural disaster uh, and the perfect storm that is the Biden regime. And, and, and quite frankly, like the, <sighs> the worst clips we have from today. <laughs> Come from Kamala Harris in, in, in North Korea. No, Kamala Harris, um, okay, so it's a binary choice, right? So there's there's two Koreas, used to be one. There's now two Koreas. After World War II, there was a civil war. Uh, America fought on the side of the South Koreans, and they created sort of a demilitarized zone after a long, many years of fighting where the, you have the communist North and you have the capitalist and, and democratic South. And so that's how North Korea operates. So you really only have like a binary choice there, okay, as to which Korea you're on the side of. The North Koreans, of course, like our tin pot hermit kingdom dictatorship uh, run by a very evil man who wants nuclear weapons and wants to destroy the West. And again, we'll get to Vladimir Putin's comments here. Vladimir Putin has nuclear weapons. Uh, Kim Jong-un does not uh, as of yet. But here we go. Kim Jong-un, uh, again, pretty evil dude, not uh, somebody that you're allied with. Unless, of course, you're Kamala Harris and you can't choose the, between, you can't make the, like, the binary simple choice to say we're on the side of the South Koreans. Kamala Harris announces that we're allies with the North Koreans standing there in South Korea, a country that is still currently at war with North Korea. Just, just play the clip. Play the so clip. the United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. She said North Korea. That's all you have to do. All you have to do is make the binary choice that there's, there's just, there's a bad Korea, there's a good Korea. There's a bad, there's a rebellion and there's the empire. There's what, which one are you on, Luke Skywalker? You just have to make the choice. Which Korea? She can't do that. She just said North Korea is the one that we're allied with as Americans. I mean, it's so, it's, it's so maddening. As if this week-long time in politics, 24 hours, can seem like an attorney, especially when the White House administration is confused by basic historical facts, writes Breitbart.com. The U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris amply illustrated this Thursday when she ended her four-day trip in Asia with a journey to the demilitarized zone dividing the Korean Peninsula. On the speech, standing in the DMZ, she confused onlooker, onlookers by asserting that the United States has a strong alliance with the Republic of North Korea, which is, of course, not a republic. Uh, nor is it something that the U.S. is allied with. It's an alliance that is strong and enduring, she said. The Republic of Korea, South Korea's official name, she called it North Korea. My God, my God. And then she went to the demilitarized zone. She looked through binoculars and said, it's so close. It's and it's so close. It's... It's 50 meters away now. That's, yeah, that's, that's North right, Korea that's at the woodline. That's it. 
In fact, I talked about one of the dismounted patrols. We have one that's going to be departing today, in fact, just after you visit here to Opio Let. And I'd like to take an opportunity to introduce you to some of our soldiers that we execute in that dismounted patrol. I'd like that. Okay. At the DMZ, Harris went to the top of a ridge near guard towers and security cameras. She looked through bulky binoculars as South Korean officers pointed out military installations on the southern side, the AP reports. An American officer pointed out some of the defenses along the military demarcation line, including barbed wire fences and claymore mines. He said the American soldiers regularly walk paths along the patrol. It's so close, Harris observed, presumably thinking that this was North Korea that she was looking at. Kamala Harris doesn't even know which side she's on. Of course, we'll get to the traitorous trans U.S. Army officer here in just a minute, who is clearly on the opposite side. Do you know that there's a traitor that was just indicted for giving a military secrets, medical information to Russia? This person was working inside of uh, Joe Biden's regime and is, of course, the first uh, trans, open, like, like trans army officer. Uh, in America. Traitors in our midst. Kamala Harris, not able to know which which side she's on, saying that we're allied with North Korea and not sure which, um, you know, which side she's on. Then Kamala Harris, standing there inside of essentially a war zone, which is what the DMZ is, uh, started talking about space. <laughs> you see space yet? We're in space. Do you remember the footage of Kamala Harris? Remember space? We're going to look at the moon. Can we get that clip, Ayla? We're going to look at the moon. You can see it with your own eyes. Kamala Harris taking an edible before hanging out with a bunch of kids. Don't let her or Joe Biden around kids. Don't let any of them around our military secrets. Here's Kamala Harris saying, um, you know, uh, hey, people are serving in a war zone. Have you seen telescope images? Space. But it's exciting. Have you seen the photographs from the website? Yeah, it's beautiful. Look at that. So we invested in this telescope. And the images just came out, and they show us three billion years back to the beginning to all these galaxies. It's the most humbling thing you have ever seen. You gotta have somebody show you for it. It's absolutely humbling. Galaxies we didn't know existed. Um, so when we think we've seen everything, we do. <laughs> you gotta be smart about it. So here's what I'd say. Uh, One, Kamala Harris brought a weapon of mass destruction to the DMZ. I think that the North Koreans, uh, this is a very dangerous thing. The North Koreans are ready to strike at any moment. Kamala Harris brought a weapon of mass destruction. What is it? It's the... (laughs) You can hear the cackle there. She literally deployed a cackle inside of the DMZ, a a historic war zone, a a, a parallel that is, it's the 34th parallel, right? Like this is, this is where the North Korean guards stare at the Korean guards. This is the place where Donald Trump historically entered. The relationship was so good. You could have like seen the Korean peninsula reuniting under Donald Trump. Donald Trump historically walked into North Korea at the DMZ. You remember those photos? I mean, it's like really stunning stuff. It's like jaw-dropping stuff. Donald Trump, the global peacemaker, the world was never more peaceful or prosperous. Of course, this is why they had to remove him from office. 
Anyhow, what do you get? You get Kamala Harris being bringing a, uh, you know, a, what we consider a WMD to the DMZ, which is her uh, cackle, which, of course, is what they use to torture people in Guantanamo Bay. Just have that on repeat, and they'll tell you anything you want to know about Osama bin Laden, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, whatever. Uh, unfortunately, this uh, weapon was also used against, like, innocent children, child actors that were brought uh, probably against their will to Kamala Harris's house to go look at uh, stars and telescopes. Um, uh, Kamala Harris having an edible right before filming this video, you may recall. I just love the idea of exploring the unknown. And then there's other things that we just haven't figured out or discovered yet. To think about so much that's out there that we still have to learn. But the other, you guys are going to see you're going to literally see the craters on the moon with your oh, own eyes. Oh my goodness. With your own eyes. I'm telling you, it is going to be unbelievable. It gives us a sense of the magnitude of it all. Earth is kind of small. Yeah. Right? The Earth is like a speck. Hey, lady. Why don't you have your own children? I mean that. I mean that. Now, I'm an advocate for parenting. The reason why we canceled our speaking gigs and tours, obviously, this week, we were supposed to be in multiple different states doing our Meme Wars tour. Uh, last week, we got <laughs> our Meme Wars tour attacked uh, by a bird-boned, uh, soy-filled leftist in the University of Iowa. Um, we canceled it because I have kids, right? And there was a storm that was coming to hit my home. And of course, as a father and a parent, like I, I feel like I have a duty to protect my family. And so that's why we do the show every day. I come home to protect my kids. And what I say to Kamala Harris is like, you know, of course, of course, she's made the decision to not have children and to instead pursue the hollow, empty platitudes of drooling, clapping seals with uh, uh, dumb applause lines and cackling and power and literally power gobbling her way up the food chain in order to get, again, the hollow, meaningless applause from seal-like leftists drooling in the audience of seven people that show up to hear her talk cackle in their face. It's a terrible life. Having kids is actually a wonderful, abundant life. It gives you a purpose. It gives you a reason to wake up every single day. Even if you wake up at ungodly hours of the morning, 6 a.m. for us this morning uh, with my two-year-old staring me right in the face, taking my cell phone, hitting me in the face with it, saying, get up, dad, <laughs> I want some cereal. This is a wonderful purpose. It actually provides you the grounding to uh, make a better nation, to speak to kids like you're not on drugs, like Kamala Harris there, uh, clearly using the marijuana that she told the Breakfast Club that she definitely smokes and inhales while putting hundreds of thousands of black men in prison to stamp license plates for doing the exact same thing while she was AG of California. So Kamala Harris, like, doesn't know how to talk to kids. She doesn't know how to talk to human beings. Having families humanizes you. It humbles you. It makes you a better person. It means that you have something to leave for your children. It gives you a motivation to leave this country a better place for your kids. Y'all feel me on this? And so, what, like, when the world is run by a bunch of childless globalists because they think that children cause global warming and the world is overpopulated, which is truly actually what they think, go ahead and ask Bill Gates. This is actually what they think. This is, act, this is the real thing they think. They don't want kids because they think that kids are evil. They think that human beings are evil. And they think that the world is overpopulated. This is why they don't have kids. That and the fact that nobody loves them. They can never get anyone to love them. 
And also, thirdly, because not, like having kids means self-sacrifice and, and sacrificing for someone else. Putting, putting yourself last and someone else first, which these, these people are incapable of. Blackened, darkened souls. Vacuous, power-gobbling vacuums. That's what these people are. Kamala Harris is a power gobbler. And she is a horrible, horrible person. And in those clips, you can just see how, uh, like, look what an awful vacuum. Is there anyone who you'd want to have like a glass, like a beer with last in our government? Kamala Harris. Uh, it's for real. I would much rather sit down um, for tea and crumpets with Joe Biden because I think it'd be entertaining. I just want, you know, I just kind of watch the sad dementia. I'd ask him like, you know, I'd, I'd like ask him why, like, like, you know, that Joe Biden is committing elder abuse, right? Like blink twice if you know that. Like, I would rather sit down with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Have you, have you ever, like, you just have the clips of these, the, the clips of these people. You, you know these people, these inauthentic, horrible, selfish, vacuous, black hole, narcissistic people. They're awful to be around. That's why we left D.C. D.C. is filled with a bunch of Kamala Harris kind of ladies. Bunch of pow, power bosses. Yeah. Like, that's it. Bunch of power, you know, like, like you know, lady bosses. A bunch of pantsuit-wearing lady bosses who just have no warmth and no soul, and they've just traded any type of maternal potential warmth or, like, selflessness selflessness that they could have had um, for just cold, hard power that just leaves you empty by, by at the end of the night, right? Paycheck is not something that you want to greet you on Christmas morning. Uh, you want your, like, child with wonder in their eyes to come running up to you, you know, and go downstairs for Christmas. And, 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 and like, a paycheck or, like, a title... Uh, you know, uh, embossed on your business card. That ain't it. That's not it. And that's why these people, they, they, their their lives are their lives are always vacuous and empty, and it leads to horrible decisions. Because the only decision, if your family, if you're like possession, if your children, if you think that the government is like your child, or like the government is like your family, and that's it, like the federal bureaucracy is your family. It's the only love you've ever known. Is like the little FBI, dutiful FBI agents going in and raiding Mike Lindell to steal his pillows. That's the only love you've ever known. These soulless hacks. Like then you get the dumbest decisions in, ever made in mankind's history on a federal level, which we are starting to see on a national scale. You're, you saw this morning, Vladimir Putin gives a speech inside of... The historic, I think it's like like a, a, a Saint James or Saint Michael's Cathedral in Russia. It's like in the in the Kremlin, and he gives this Kremlin speech, and it is shocking the people that we trust not the, the not the CIA shills, but the people that we actually trust in the NATSEC community. They're like, this is terrifying stuff. Putin's promising nuclear war. This from the Daily Mail. Putin saying the U.S. created the precedent of using nuclear bombs on Japan, accuses the West of blowing up Nord Stream pipelines. We covered that two days ago. And says that he will use all power and means to defend our four annexed Ukraine regions in hostile Moscow speech. This is dangerous stuff, man. Vladimir Putin essentially annexed like 15% of Ukraine, according to Axios, and now is on the move saying that he's going to defend it with all means necessary, including but not limited to the world's foremost nuclear arsenal, which is Russian. Russia has more nuclear weapons than any country on earth. I think the, uh, the next couple countries combined, including the United States. So it may be aged nuclear weapons, but, uh, you know, that uranium, it don't go bad. That purified uranium weaponized 235, they don't go bad. And they can launch those bombs, baby. 
it is some scary, scary ish that we're getting into right now. And so Vladimir Putin essentially saying that like 15% of Ukraine is mine now. And this is not on the auction block for negotiation. This is now mine. He did this in an illegal referendum. Obviously, uh, people forced at gunpoint to vote to be part of the you know Russian Federation, which is what they call it today, the old Soviet Union. Vladimir Putin himself, an aging, decrepit Soviet Union KGB kind of guy who's just pining for the old the the uh, legacy of the Russian czars, which is to expand the empire. He wants old Russia and the expansionism and imperialism of old Russia. That's what drives Vladimir Putin. We so don't understand the Slavic mind. We really don't as Westerners. We don't get it. And we'd be wise to start to study a little bit of it. But you cannot be seen as a great Russian leader without expanding the empire. And so this is Vladimir Putin's way to do it. And he says, we're going to protect the empire with nuclear weapons. He says it right here. Listen. World order is undemocratic and is uh, void of liberty. Uh, U.S. is a country that uh, used uh, nuclear weapons twice. Um, Nagasaki and Hiroshima were the towns that were attacked by um, and they they ruined all these uh, cities in Hamburg and Köln in Germany without any military need, just to demonstrate uh, without any military need necessity. They uh, carpet bombed um, these uh, cities in order to threaten the whole world and uh, our uh, country. So this speech was filled with like World War II and Cold War level hostilities towards the West. Man, this is some scary stuff. Again, some of the people who have a profound understanding of Vladimir Putin and Russia are saying this is some scary, scary stuff. We've never heard Putin talk like this. Be careful. Fears of nuclear war have grown since Putin said last week that he's not bluffing when he said Russia is prepared to use nukes to defend its new territory. Announcing Friday that Russia was annexing Ukrainian regions, he said to, that Russia will use all power and all means at its disposal. Of course, he said that America created the precedent to nuke other countries and uh, they're ready to do it. He added that those who profit from it have done it without naming a specific country when he talked about the destruction of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. I don't, man, like, don't believe the the the, the fake news on this. We talked about this earlier, how this is going to lead to nuclear war. Who blew up the Nord Stream pipelines? Was it Russia or America? Asks the Daily Mail. Asking the right questions here. Because who benefits? You have to ask this. If you know any cop or any detective, and we have a couple cops they're very close in my family. Some direct family members are police officers. And when you talk to a detective, the number one question with any homicide or any violent crime is qui bono, who benefits? You know, you need to start look. you need to look, most crimes are not dispassionate crimes of just abject violence, therefore a purpose. So who's benefiting from the destruction of the Nord Stream pipelines? This is an important question to ask. Vladimir Putin didn't promise that the pipelines would not go forward. It was Joe Biden. It was Joe Biden and the people behind the Iraq war hoaxes. Victoria Nuland, namely, promising there would be no Nord Stream 2 pipeline if Putin invaded Ukraine. And lo and behold, this week, the pipeline blows up. Blows up. 
in an explosion that everyone everyone agrees is an explosion of the pipeline. It was an attack on Russia's number one asset in order to get rich and to export their natural gas. So who attacked it? We don't know. There's going to be an investigation, just like the investigation of the origins of COVID. Whew, how, where could it have come from? Tucker, Tucker Carlson saying uh, two days ago, this is going to lead to nuclear war. Count on it. Watch. What will be the effect of this? Every action has a reaction, equal and opposite. Blow up the Nord Stream pipelines? Okay, we ventured a new phase. One in which the United States is directly at war with the largest nuclear power in the world. Doesn't mean it'll go nuclear immediately, but it does suggest there could be consequences. If we actually blew up the Nord Stream pipelines, why wouldn't Russia sever undersea internet cables? What would happen if they did that? What would happen if banks in London couldn't communicate with banks in New York? Just that one piece of it, leaving aside its potential effects on our power grid. But let's just say the banks couldn't communicate with each other for one day. What would the economic effect of that be? Oh, we would cascade downward into your house. We could have an actual collapse. We could wind up very quickly in third world conditions. Tucker Carlson speaking the truth. I mean, like it's we we did before the hurricane hit. This was our last show because uh, this is like the timing is is a little mysterious here. That the you know the time the, the, like the, the timing of all this just happens to be far too perfect. That this pipeline blows up uh, and there is like a massive distracting force in our country and not enough people asking questions in our country of the people who promised that this pipeline wouldn't exist. Victoria Newland the person behind the Iraq WMD hoaxes and every other major CIA hoax and Joe Biden, who said straight up, this pipeline isn't going to go forward. So what is happening right now? Well, a dramatic and scary escalation in the conflict between the West and nuclear armed Russia, China, North Korea. This is what the Russian embassy looked like uh, this morning in Manhattan. It was attacked. So this is a escalation. I don't agree with anything that Kim Jong-un does necessarily, but Donald Trump walking to North Korea and being greeted by the North Korean communist dictator was incredible. It led to more peace. It led to the de-escalation of tempers. It led to the de-escalation of hotheads and morons. These people are idiots who are running everything. And you don't want them to have power and you don't want things to spiral wildly out of control. Everyone knows what happens when the dumbest people are in charge. Go ahead and check out how World War I started. Truly, World War I, I mean, World War II was just World War I, like part two. The same forces, the same uh, veterans of World War I, which Hitler was, 
it, the World War One started because the dumbest possible people were in charge, making the stupidest possible decisions that led to the wholesale slaughter and plunder of a remarkably peaceful and prosperous time. In fact, some of the greatest economists of in world history said that another war would be impossible right up to the lead up to 1914 because the economies were so good because people were it was everything was so prosperous. Everyone was doing so well. The countries were becoming were so rich. People were so well off. And it is those times, exactly those times that you need to be wary. You need leaders like Donald Trump that bring people together, that negotiate peace. People like Ronald Reagan do the same thing. You need these people. Instead, you have graphics like this in the Daily Mail, shocking graphics like this. Um, I, I don't think we can zoom in, but you can see here on your screen how in a submarine, they're saying this is an unmanned submarine, but very sophisticated technology. This un, unmanned technology, there it is. Way to go, Jerry. Fantastic job, Jerry. Uh, uh, is just able to put depth charges onto this pipeline and destroy it. Now, we had a couple of unmanned uh, 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 UAVs, okay? So UAVs, unmanned vehicles, uh, but this is like a, 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 a boat that were wa- that have been washing ashore in Crimea, clearly intended to blow up, uh, uh, you know, Russian cruisers. These are Western, this is Western technology. The Defense Department is selling these things to Ukraine. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's shady. It's too, it, it's shady. And we don't believe the lies. We don't believe, I mean, we just don't believe that Vladimir Putin would blow up his own pipeline. Doesn't make any sense. Someone's going to have to give us the evidence for that. Somebody's going to have to like lay out like the argument as to what, like, qui bono, who benefits here? So this is the Daily Mail itself asking, wait a second. Like, why would Vladimir Putin do this? Deep beneath the Baltic Sea, the remotely controlled submarine releases a mine which nestles itself between a gas pipeline. Other mines are laid at critical junctures along hundreds of miles of piping in connection with Russia and Germany. They contain the equivalent of hundreds of pounds of TNT. When they are detonated, either by a timing device or by a remote set of control or a remote from a secret control room, the aftershocks are felt 800 miles away by seismologists who liken the blast to earthquakes. Within seconds, Nord Stream 1 and 2 begin to leak. Within days, millions of cubic meters of natural natural gas have been released into Danish and Swedish waters. Mission accomplished for whoever instigated the unprecedented act of industrial terrorism and eco-terrorism, for that matter, by the way. But it also is a staggering act of self-sabotage by Vladimir Putin. What in the world would he have been thinking? After all, the president, who, the president who threatened to end Nord Stream earlier this year resides not in the Kremlin, but in the White House. This is the Daily Mail writing, man. Yo, Daily Mail, uh, like one of the largest news outlets on planet Earth, saying, uh, actually, as President Joe Biden here could not have been clearer in February when he promised that Nord Stream, that he would bring an end to Nord Stream. That's an exact quote. He'd bring an end to the Nord Stream pipelines if Russian troops enter Ukraine. That's the article, baby. And we played you the clips. This is some real, this is some real deal stuff here. Real deal stuff. It's getting scary out there. We don't want to end. We're an optimistic show. We don't want to end on like a, you know, we don't want to end on a sad note, but it gets scarier. John Hopkins doctor told her trans army officer wife to stop being a coward and work through her 
on ethical issues to hand over medical information on senior military officers to Russia. It's a long headline that essentially says the America's first trans army officer. Okay. Are you reading me here? Embedded in our American military is a Russian agent who is traitorous to their country. Incredibly scary stuff. A wife of a U.S. Army's first trans officer told her to stop being a coward and overlook ethical issues and start spying for the Russian government because of their support for Russia instead of Ukraine. Major Jamie Lee Henry, 39, and Johns Hopkins Dr. Anna Gabrilini, 36, were accused of using their secret security clearances at North Carolina's Fort Bragg to steal records from the base's hospital, according to the Department of Justice. Fort Bragg is among one of the most populated military installations in the world, housing 52,000 active duty soldiers. The base is home to the U.S. Army's Delta Force and Special Operations. The couple from Rockville, Maryland, of course, had communicated and met with an undercover FBI agent who they believed was from the Russian embassy in order to deliver files that the Kremlin could exploit. What files would those be? Well, that would be American medical records, uh, ladies and gentlemen. In case you're wondering what all those little swabs during COVID went to, you can go ahead and check on the Chinese genetic mapping and how they are going to be utilizing, go check in on our friend Gordon Chang, one of the foremost experts on communist China and the evil capacities of this regime, they're going to use biological warfare that is catered to people's human genomes. They're already developing this. This is in our national security documents. China is working day and night on getting the the genometric information, the DNA information of Americans and working on weaponizing against the genomes of certain peoples. This was also, of course, the plot of the last Bond film that they could make uh, geomet- uh, like, like, like DNA active viruses that attack only certain groups of people. Yo, this is really scary stuff. Hollywood has a, um, Hollywood has a very close relationship with the intel agencies in this country, the four-letter agencies, and um, they often reflect, Hollywood is often used as a tool to reflect some of the real-world concerns of the globe and of our intelligence agencies. And that was the plot of the last Bond film. That's what the experts are saying China is working day and night on to create viruses that attack specific peoples. So why would the Russians be so interested in the military personnel's DNA? You connect the dots. Some scary, scary stuff, man. Seriously, the couple uh, was communicating with this FBI agent. What if it wasn't an FBI agent? What if it was actually a person working for Russia? And they were able to turn over all of the medical information from 52,000 active duty soldiers? This is sick stuff. These people are utterly mentally ill. Whew. Dangerous. Seriously, dangerous times. Uh, this follows another, this follows another like Russian spy situation uh, with nuclear submarines. 
This happened a couple of years ago. Like le- there's always like leftists from Rockville, Maryland, leftists from around DC. These people, we tell you this a lot, but they don't see America as a good place. They see America and the Americans in it as bad people. They want us punished. Joe Biden says this. Barack Obama says this. Joy Behar, we played you a clip of her saying that Florida deserved to get hit by a hurricane. They have blackness in their souls. They have darkness in their souls. There you go. There's the image. The first trans U.S. Army officer, now confirmed Russian spy, Russian agent. It's dark times, man. We got to like, I mean, listen, it's go time. Check your watch. Your watch says go. It's go time. Get out and vote. Man, get out and vote if you're in Pennsylvania for Dr. Oz. For real. For real. It's time to put aside like petty partisan like bickerings and primary stuff. Get out and vote. It's uh, darkness. And speaking of mentally ill people, John Fetterman, man, is a uh, legitimately mentally ill person. We need the Senate. Newt Gingrich is saying Republicans could win the Senate by seven senators. That would almost be a veto-proof Senate for Republicans. Yo. So you could like take Joe Biden's veto and shove it back right into his fake dentures. Pennsylvania polls say Republican Mehmet Oz maintains a statistical tie against John Fetterman. Republican Mehmet Oz is in a tie against Fetterman. Franklin Marshall College poll published Thursday show Fetterman and his support at 45% registered voters. This is terrifying. This is a scary stuff. The margin of error was five points. So essentially they're in a statistical tie. This is terrifying for Democrats, obviously. They should be running away with races like this. I don't think Mehmet Oz is the uh, strongest candidate, but I think that he stands to possibly gain big times in the suburbs um, around Penn, uh, around around Pittsburgh and around Philadelphia. So we'll see. We have um, some people from Pennsylvania who work on Team Benny. Ashley is her name, and she's an incredible memer, and she does an incredible job here on the show. And she says, yo, we need Oz and we need Mastriano. And we look forward to having them on the show very, very soon. Both polls are gauged the temperature in the state's governor's race between Doug Mastriano and Democrat Attorney General Josh Shapiro. Unlike the Senate race, the results varied greatly. Franklin Marshall College finds that Shapiro has a 14-point lead on Mastriano. Now, that's pretty, uh, pretty dangerous. But again, we will see. There's a lot of fake polls out there, a lot of suppression polls out there. And we must end our show today, which has no fake news in it, with an incredible piece of real news that will hopefully uplift you just a little bit. Elite resort town full of libs in Colorado in panic as migrants may be busted their area next. Officials representing Colorado towns with elite ski resorts are worried that they may be the next stop where Republican governors fly illegal criminal aliens. For months, Texas Governor Abbott, Doug Ducey, have been busing thousands of illegal crossers to New York and Chicago and Washington, D.C. Similarly, this month, Rhonda Savage flew 50 illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard, where President Obama owns a 30-acre summer estate. Now, Colorado ski towns could be the next location where governors send border crossers worrying officials. Summit Daily reports, Martha's Vineyard was recently the target. Colorado could be next. Colorado Senator John Hinkenlooper reportedly warned Colorado mountain towns to prepare for the possibility of migrants be relocated to Colorado's Breckenridge. Yo, very liberal place. I don't think it's going to happen here. <laughs> said the mayor of Brecken said oh, the mayor of Breckenridge, Eric Mamula. But if it does, we need to react quickly. Martha's Vineyard did so, so we can do the right thing for the people. <laughs> 
Yo, Martha's Vineyard deported these people by calling in the military, activating 125 members of the National Guard, yo. This is how Martha's Vineyard reacted. In case of the illegal alien flights to Martha's Vineyard, new arrivals were bussed off the elite coastal island within 48 hours. They also slept on the floor of a recreation center that had no shower. Did you know that? That's how they treated their migrants. This place full of multi-million dollar mansion summer homes. So Libs in panic once more. Ladies and gentlemen, we are very, very excited to announce that we are going to be traveling once more <laughs> next week. We are going to Joe Biden's home state of Delaware. Now, we are going there to troll Joe Biden, and we will have a very fun time doing it. We're going to be recording lots of content. We're going to be doing our show, but it will be from a remote location. It may have a little bit of a disruption next week, but we look forward to bringing you all of the exciting times from Joe Biden's little uh, beach town of Rehoboth, Delaware, where we will be next week after a short stint speech in Washington, D.C., and an appearance on Tim Pool's show on Monday night, TimCast IRL. We're very excited to be going on for the first time. We are big fans of Tim Pool on the show, talk about him a lot, support him against the leftist swattings, and so on and so forth. And so, speeches in Washington, D.C., Tim Pool's show next week, and the show will go on. We will be broadcasting remotely again, but bringing you the news every single day at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and also some new fun and exciting content from Joe Biden's home in Delaware. We'll go ahead and see Joe Biden's home firsthand. We may even make a visit to Brandon Falls. So... Keep your watches set to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for our show and get ready for some more spicy, spicy content from The Benny Show. We love all of you. We thank all of you for watching. If you want to support the show, the number one thing you can do, click like on our social media pages, follow the show on any podcast platform where you get podcasts, and you can send us an email if you have any feedback on the show, our email on screen right now, benny at bennyjohnson.com. Again, we will be in Delaware. We will be in the belly of the beast, Washington, D.C. We'll be making content and slinging truth all throughout the Delmarva Peninsula next week. And we are excited about it. See you out there. God bless you. We are free men and women in this country. We were born that way. We're going to stay that way. Why? Because we have our priorities straight. God, family, country. Those priorities sweeping across the globe. We're very happy to be part of a global movement of freedom. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show.